Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. is now being recorded. Thank you very much, uh, and thank you all for joining us today for the OpSense annual update conference call. With us on the call representing the company today are Louis Laflemme, OpSense President and Chief Executive Officer, and Robin Villeneuve, OpSense Chief Financial Officer. At the conclusion of today's prepared remarks, we will open the call for a question and answer session. Before we begin with prepared remarks, just a couple of comments. Today's call will contain forward-looking statements that are based on current assumptions and subject to risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results to differ materially from those projected and that the company undertakes no obligation to update these statements except as required by law. Information about these risks and uncertainties are included in the company's filings, as well as periodic filings with regulators in Canada and the United States, which you can find on the CDAR website and OpSense's website. Today's discussion will include adjusted financial measures, which are non-IFRS measures. These should be considered as a supplement to and not a substitute for IFRS measure, financial measures. Finally, today's event is being recorded and will be available for replay through both the webcast and conference call dial-in information provided in the press release. With that said, let me turn the call over to Louis Laflemme, President, Chief Executive Officer for OpSense. Louis, please proceed. Thank you, Robert, and good morning to all of you. I will take a moment to greet our French-speaking audience. Bonjour et bienvenue à cette première conférence qui est une mise à jour financière, mais également générale des activités d'OpSense. Cette conférence se tiendra en anglais, mais je suis à votre disposition si vous souhaitez me contacter ultérieurement avec des questions. We are excited to speak with you for our first update conference call. Today, I am going to provide an overview of our achievements and challenges for the year, and more importantly, present you a detailed update on the opportunities that I believe will drive the growth for options in the years to come. At a high level, we are pleased with how the company performed in fiscal 2020 and how the options team was able to navigate the business through the COVID-19 pandemic. We reported stable core product sales during fiscal 2020, despite the temporary closure of several cardiology laboratories during the back half of the fiscal year. We also increased our gross margins on product sales, efficiently managed our expenses, and reported positive earnings for both the third and fourth quarters. Perhaps even more important is that we advanced as planned on a number of critical projects for the commercialization of our optowire system for coronary artery stenosis, as well as product development activities in preparation for our entry 
in the structural art market with a guide wire for TAVR or TAVI, the transcatheter replacement of the Arctic valve, the fastest growing market in interventional cardiology. TAVR representing a 4 billion global market opportunity, growing more than 40% per year that we believe should position options for significant growth for years to come. Overall, last year was very solid for options as we achieved significant milestones. 100,000 patients with coronary artery stenosis disease have now been treated with the optowire. We signed with ABMS a new five-year supply agreement, and we signed our first U.S. major group purchasing organization contract, or GPO. And lastly, we are on target for fiscal 2022 commercial launch of our TAVR guidewire. I am pleased with our operating performance given the challenges during the year, and I believe 2021 will be an even better year for absence as we continue to execute our strategic growth plan. Since this is our first public conference call, I wanted to take a step back and provide everyone a bit of an overview on our key products and some of the key actions we are undertaking to advance uh, them in the market from both a commercial as well as a product development standpoint. As our name indicates, at Opsense, we develop and manufacture key optical sensors that we apply to a wide range of products. Our focus is currently on healthcare to improve patient treatment in the cardiology industry. We have developed the OptoWire GuideWire for the diagnosis and treatment of coronary artery stenosis. As I just mentioned, since its approval, the OptoWire has been used in the treatment of more than 100,000 patients worldwide in a procedure to improve patient outcomes that is becoming the model of excellence in treatment of stenosis. The FAME study showed that when patients' lesions are assessed by pressure guidewire, major cardiac events were reduced significantly. Today, the market continues to be fueled by studies that demonstrate the clinical and economic benefits of using pressure guidewires. Cardiologists, insurance companies, and hospitals are increasing the demand for such products. The global coronary blockage assessment market, mostly pressure guidewires, is expected to reach 1 billion US by 2025, growing at approximately 10% per year. What makes our optowire better than the current guidewires in the market? The optowire solution provides the confidence and efficiency medical staff and patients need to diagnose and treat coronary disease. The optowire can navigate through complex anatomy, deliver a stand without guide wire exchange, choose among different epidemic 
and resting indices to assess coronary, coronary physiology, and finally confirm treatment with easy and reliable post-PCI measurements. Our unique one-wire approach with the optowire capitalized on the accuracy of the device or absence of drift, which can lead to cost and time saving from the procedure and provide confidence in the diagnosis with consistent and repeatable measurements. Bottom line, we believe the optowire is the best pressure guard water on the market for the treatment of coronary artery stenosis. Last year, after new criteria extended the evaluation of blockages to the use of pressure measurements without the injection of heart-stimulating drugs, Austin developed a product that met the request of cardiologists and commercialized its diastolic pressure ratio called DPR to perform this measurement. Importantly, we launched the third version of our OptoWire in fiscal 2020, allowing, allowing us to continue to evolve towards operational excellence to improve our competitiveness and reduce production costs, which will have the beneficial impact of further improving margin. With that background on the product, we have been growing up to our revenues over the past few years with a 41% compound annual growth rate through 2019. In fiscal 2020, OptoWire sales decreased by approximately 1.3 million, primarily related to COVID-19, as well as decreased in Japan due to the anticipated transition from the OptoWire 2 to the OptoWire 3. While COVID-19 is still impacting cat lab activities, we have completed key commercialization actions that, we'll, that we believe will drive growth in fiscal 2021, despite a challenging environment. Currently, we have approximately a 15% market share in Canada and Japan, and approximate 7% market share in EMEA, but just a 2 to 3% market share in the United States, which provide us great growth opportunities. Our GPO initiative DPR approval and, at some point, a second product in our portfolio will support significant market share expansion. Regarding the GPO initiative, we have recently signed the first of what we expect to be a series of group purchasing organization contracts to expand our presence in the United States. This three-year contract will provide access to the Optowire, to all their 50 members across the U.S. We believe this is a recognition of the Optowire's ability to improve efficiency and reduce cost in the treatment of coronary artery stenosis and align with our new GPO partners' mission to better treat their patients. We expect to sign additional GPO contracts in the coming year to, to enhance our market share in the U.S. 
Another key effort is to add to the number of hospitals utilizing the OptoWire in their suite of services. We recently installed OptoMonitor units as one of the highest volume uh, hospitals in the country. Let us transition to our lead development program now. To capitalize on the expertise we acquired in the, de in the development of the OptoWire product for cardiology, a year ago we announced plans to launch a product for transcatheter aortic valve replacement. In multiple studies, minimally invasive TAVR has shown to be non-inferior or superior to open chest surgical aortic valve replacement, or SAVR, including reduction in hospital stay and decrease in death for both high and low risk patients. This is the fastest growing segment in interventional cardiology, expected to grow at a 43% compound annual growth rate between 2019 and 2025 to reach 8 billion US, driven by a, an aging population, better clinical outcomes, and openness to new evidence that people of all health conditions could benefit from this minimally invasive treatment. Our Saver Guide Wire is designed to allow for a single wire to diagnose the aortic stenosis, and deliver the valve, reducing complications, saving time and money through its flawless connectivity capabilities. In fact, it would be the, the industry's first guide wire that can deliver the valve and allow for continuous pressure measurement. This product has been developed with a group of international structural art experts and they believe it will be a game changer for this procedure. So where are we in the development? We have recently completed key milestones for the project, including the completion of multiple animal studies of the TAVR guidewire before starting our first in-man trial. We have also successfully completed the design stage. We are now racing to bring this product to its first-in-mind trial and ultimately to the market with an expectation to market this product as early as 2022. I could not be more pleased with the progress our team is making and the milestone that has been accomplished. Transitioning for a moment, we have developed our second-generation sensor technology called Fidela. It can, and it has been, adapted to a wide range of applications, enabling business partnerships in valuable medical markets. Several companies are integrating options sensors into their products used in medical applications. One of the greatest demonstrations of industry's trust in Fidela sensing technology is its integration into the Impelapump from Avianet. Between the OptoWire for coronary artery stenosis, our development of a tower guidewire for aortic valve stenosis, and our partnerships 
with various medical device companies, absence is gaining increasing recognition in cardiology as we demonstrate the value and benefits of our technology. And finally, we are leveraging our proprietary optical technology through our industrial subsidiary called Opson Solution, as we offer key solutions in optical, uh, temperature, pressure, strain, and other parameters for various industries, inclu including lab, aerospace, nuclear, and semiconductors. The outlook is very promising, and we are optimistic that we will be that we will be able to bring to market key product applications under our industrial umbrella that can be incremental drivers to revenue, profitability, and value creation in the long run. So just to recap a bit before I turn it over to Robin, I am pleased with the overall progress made in fiscal 2020. We maintain core revenues despite COVID-19. Each component of our platform is well positioned for growth for fiscal year 2021 and the year after. We are also checking the boxes on a number of key commercialization initiatives to grow OptoWire uh, revenue, including the introduction of the OptoWire tree, the signing of GPO agreements, and the installation of the OptoMonitor in some of the highest utilization hospitals in the US. We achieved key milestones in the development of the industry's first tower guide wire that has the ability to allow for a single wire to both diagnose and deliver the valve for the treatment of aortic valve stenosis as we look to enter this potential 8 billion and rapidly growing segment in cardiology. And all this progress was made against the backdrop of COVID-19, which goes to the determination of the entire team to provide our customers with uninterrupted access to our technology. I believe we are on pace for a very exciting fiscal 2021 with a number of value creation milestones in store. Let me now turn the call over to Robin for a, a review of the annual results. Robin? Thank you, Louis. And thanks to everyone joining us on the call. The company reported that sales of product were stable at 29.5 million in fiscal 2020 compared with fiscal 2019. Last year, a non-recurring license revenue of 3.3 million was recorded and total revenue at reached 32.8 million. As we mentioned earlier, coronary artery stenosis sales decreased by 7% or 1.3 million compared with the same period in 2019, primarily related to Japan and the impacts from COVID. When you look at gross margins, Excluding the impact from the licensing revenue, gross margins slightly improved to 53% in fiscal 2020 compared to 52% in fiscal 2019. 
from an operating expenses standpoint, we continue to efficiently manage the business with overall operating expenses decreasing by 1.2 million during fiscal 2020 to reach 19.3 million compared to 20.5 million in financial year 2019. The primary change here was a decrease of 2.3 million in sales and marketing, offset by slight increases in R&D and G&A. Also, please note we did recognize a non-refundable contribution under the CEWF, or Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy Program, for an amount of just under 1.7 million. EBITDAO, which we define as net loss plus financial expenses, depreciation of PPNE and right of use assets, amortization of intangible assets, and stock-based compensation costs, was a positive 146,000 during the year. This compared to a loss of 413,000 in fiscal 2019. A full reconciliation is available in the press release. Looking at net income, we had a loss of 2.6 million, which compared to 2 million in fiscal 2019. The change there primarily relates to the absence of the licensing revenues as well as CEWS program contribution mentioned a moment ago. Finally, we have 10.9 million in cash on the balance sheet and working capital is at 16.9 million as at August 31st, 2020. We believe our balance will fund the company's operations well into the future and allow us to successfully execute our growth plan. With that, I will turn the call over to Louis. Thank you, Robin. Like most companies, our top priorities at Austin continue to be ensuring the safety and well-being of our employees and supporting our customers during these times. I want to thank all of our employees for their hard work and dedication, and I have a strong confidence in our team to continue navigating through this pandemic and to emerge as a stronger company. With that said, let me now turn the call over to your question. Operator? Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.